As you can see, Emily did not dress up this week. Okay, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. So, last week I did my little, you know, scary face makeup. If you watch the video version, which if you did, appreciate you. Uh, the algorithm on TikTok hated it. Uh, mm. I think it was confused where to send our videos. Uh, and nobody saw them. Nobody saw any of our videos, basically, from last week. So that is why I did not do my makeup this week. But I am wearing the person who I am being for Halloween. Mm, I figured that's why you wore that sweatshirt today. Yeah, that's why I wore it. So um, is I'm, it comfy? Do you like it? I do like or it. Or should I tell them that we need a new one? Because also, okay, this was part of Emily's birthday present. I know you can't see it. So those audio listeners, it's a Joffy sweatshirt that she's going to be from anime character called One Piece. And he is a villain. <laughs> yeah, perfect explanation. I had to do it because that's my layman's terms. And that's how everyone else yeah. understand it. And I ordered it in black. It came in dark brown. Which I kind of fuck with the brown because I feel like this is a, this is a shade of brown that not a lot of like it's like clothes. Ch- very like dark chocolate yeah because it's it's more of like it's it's a cool brown it's yes. not like a warm brown tone yeah which so i like it's cool it was supposed to be black came in the wrong color first of all i was mad about that <laughs> now i just didn't know if it was comfortable but you know no it's comfy it's great i'm glad you got a bigger size though because when i washed it it shrunk up oh i just i got you the size you know when you get like a 2xl right that's what i got you I thought. yeah one or a 2x why is my face peeling right now i just saw that oh it's gone now okay i you, like flaked it off it's still going underneath my chin. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I don't know if it's like the water, it's the weather, it's the allergies. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but my face within the past like two, three weeks continuously is getting a rash on it. And I don't know why. And then it like peels or like it just burns. And yeah. I haven't changed any of my products. You think it's the meds that you've been taking? Maybe when I first started taking them, but I haven't taken them since the first week like i stopped taking and you them. weren't on them long enough to be a like a form of withdrawal yeah yeah so i don't, I don't know. know what the fuck is wrong with my skin i think it's honestly the weather yeah i know the weather's fucking with my allergies i don't know anybody else i know that you said that you've had bad allergies once you moved to tennessee yes. but like i think everybody who i've ever talked to who lives in tennessee is like if you never had allergies before, you somehow get them when you move here. They're so bad here. It's so bad. And I had allergies when I lived back in Pennsylvania, but like I, they're just different. They're intense here. Yeah. But it almost feels like you're sick all the time. Oh, I know. And like, I just think, I don't know what it is, but my face has been like itchy and I've been like, I'm not one. I'm not one to be like, pick at your face, itch at your face, touch your face. I am. But I've been There's doing There's a bump it. there. It's, Gotta I'm picking go. at it until it's gone. no. I don't really like to because I don't want to create more pimples. Yeah. But I've been itching my face on stuff and then I've been getting pimples. So mm. love my life. But I also had my period yesterday. So that might be like. I feel like it doesn't matter what happens with my body. as If it happens during the time that I'm on my period, I just blame it on that. Because I'm like, it makes sense. Because anything Everything. can happen. Everything. I mean, like last night, I literally had like my stomach hurt all night long. And I was like, has to be my period. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> could have like a stomach virus. Don't know. Yeah. I really hope you don't because that is like the most contagious sickness is like the stomach bug. Well, Emily, as long as you're not vomiting, I can handle a stomach bug. I'm not vomiting out here. I think we're good. I haven't even taken a shit today. Well, Actually, I just did. That Honestly, that was also coffee induced. Mm. It wasn't because like I had to. You yeah. Know? Or like the coffee just had me. Nothing will make you shit quicker and more intensely than a cold brew. I know. Well, I had espresso shots. 
Mm. So I was gonna See, eat. but even that I feel like is not as bad. Something about a cold brew, it's like that one chip challenge where it's just like spicy and comes quick. Mm. Out the butt with the cold brew. But anyways. <laughs> what is up, you guys? Welcome back to Society 97. I'm Kellen. And I'm Emily. And let's get into another episode. Uh, so the structure of this week's episode is kind of like non-existent. We've done, because we batched some content, those episodes were very structured. And then last week's was a list basically that we were going down. And so we just wanted to have more of just like a normal conversation that wasn't really like framed. No, this is just Callan and Emily just. Yeah. So if you hate these kind of episodes, we're sorry, but that's what we're doing this week. We kind of fuck with them. Yeah. (laughs) I think we enjoy these ones the most because they're just the most uh, natural for us. And they're just how we normally talk. We just hit record. Mm -hmm. But so Emily has some big news to share that she's. Oh, yeah. It's almost like a midlife crisis, but at 25. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if anybody else has experienced this, but uh, I've been consistently like weight training for like probably like a little over a year now. Um, it's been just like part of my routine three to four times a week I was lifting. And at first it was because of like physique goals. And mm-hmm. it was when I was kind of starting my like, not weight loss. Cause I don't, I don't, it really wasn't weight loss. It was just more of like body, Toning, like, body changes. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I started getting into it and I, I really love it. I love it, but I've hit a plateau with that where it's like, A, my motivation is just at the tank because I don't. I don't really know like where to go from here kind of thing. And also like my physique just kind of stopped changing. Like mm-hmm. I had this point where like my body like peaked in terms of like the way I was training and I was like, oh, I fucking love it. And then it kind of just plateaued there because I wasn't lifting any heavier. I wasn't right. changing it up. And and also I didn't really have the motivation to. I was kind of burnt out mm-hmm. from it. So I am the most... uh what is it called? Impulsive. I'm a very impulsive person. When I see something that I want, I get it. When I have an idea in my head, I go do it. Like there's no thought in this little teeny tiny brain of mine. It just, I just, whatever the first thing's in front of me, you know, that's what I do. And so I had this idea because one of my best friends has been training for a half marathon and she just ran it actually this past week. So congratulations, you proud of you. That was amazing. And then also one of me and Kellen's favorite uh, creators. We talk about fucking Cody all the time. I hate doing that because we are fangirls. But we really are fangirls. But also it's like, who cares? I don't care because he'll never hear this in, until a few years later when we work for him. But right now, like <laughs> he's not going to hear it. So it's fine. Um, but he recently created a whole new YouTube channel solely because he trains for races. He just ran like an ultra marathon not too long ago. And now he's... Uh, training for a triathlon and so with him and then my friend who just did this I was like I'm gonna push myself to do something I've never fucking tried in my whole life which is running a marathon Mm -hmm. so for some reason I just convinced myself that I could do it and it's something that I wanted to do and I didn't think about it at all and I started googling like (laughs) prep for it and the first step with every single thing was like sign up for a race because if you don't sign up, you're never going to do it. Right. Right. Because to be fair, there's like, no accountability. Right. Because today, like you ran three miles and you also mentioned how mentally exhausting it was to run those three miles, which mm-hmm. if you know anything about running, 
that's normal yeah honestly mile one sucks yeah <laughs> mile two sucks even worse and then when you're trying to hit to the third the third mile yeah nah, i'm good on that yeah. bitch. like so but the thing is you didn't stop because you know you have like a goal that you're reaching mm-hmm. where like had you not signed up for a race i would have given who up cares? honestly i would have given up because also i'm the kind of person and i feel like you can probably relate to this too just with the way that our personalities are is like i don't like being bad at stuff so if I try something and I'm not pretty good at it at the beginning, I want to stop because I'm like, why am I wasting my time on something I'm bad at? But then also the chase of being really good at something is also that kind of like motivates me. See, I like that. But when I have no talent in it, see, I like that. But listen, <laughs> but the thing is, I think there's a difference because like I can be like borderline bad at something. But if I see potential there, I'll go after it. Mm-hmm. But with something like this is like. I get zero fucking enjoyment running. Like some people talk about this like <laughs> runner's high or this like. She euphoric- said I signed up for a full ass marathon and that I hate running. Right. And it's like <laughs> I, I have no there's nothing about it that I like. Like I don't like it. It's not fun for me. But I want to make it fun. Like mm-hmm. I because I, I hear about these people and they're like I have these runner's highs and it's the most euphoric feeling. And and I was I was hitting that with my weightlifting eventually i got there at first Mm -hmm. i fucking hated it it sucked but eventually i got there and so i'm having i'm hoping (laughs) running is this if it's not then i just spent a hundred dollars and a lot more dollars because of all this fucking equipment i found out that i need watch yeah i have this fugly watch that i wear now (laughs) it's like so bad but anyways so i signed up for this marathon it's in 27 weeks today was my first official training day i've kind of been doing like loose training for like the past week because I've been kind of hype about it. So I'm like, I want to get started. Mm -hmm. Fucking terrible. But anyways, uh, that's what I am looking forward to now. So it's 27 weeks out. I run on April 22nd. Um, Six months to run. How long is a mile or a marathon? 26.2 miles, something like that. But anyways, like, I guess. Yeah. So there's that. So this is uh, if, if you've ever wanted to run a marathon or half marathon, um, there's one in Nashville on the 22nd. Maybe you can train with Emily. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to train with me, I'm trying to kind of vlog it. Just like I don't know if I'll ever put it Emily anywhere. Trains. Is that the, is that gonna be the next uh, YouTube channel? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more of just like for my personal. Like it's almost like a diary, so I can like go look back in like 10 weeks and been mm-hmm. like, oh my god, remember when you almost shit yourself after running only No, but three I love miles? that. I love that because there's yeah. actually um. From the vlog squad, his name is Ilya. He owns a fitness company yeah. and it's called Zila. And he does that with He's people. He's been training. He, yeah, yeah. He trains with people. Uh, like, Well, because he is like 0% body fat. Mm-hmm. But like he has been taking people and like flipping their lives around in like them, a couple yeah. of months and like he's been making documentaries on them and it's so cool. Like yeah. the way he puts it together, like how you see in the beginning, they're just like can't run up a hill and can't see, do whatever. And that's what I really like about people who aren't fitness influencers making fitness content because it's like showing the real raw shit Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of times especially with running is one of those things like you only see content around people who run who love fucking running and Mm -hmm. that's like their whole shtick like they've always are doing 5ks yeah they're already in it but you never see like people who are like starting from ground zero and learning the ropes exactly like and so that's why i'm vlogging it i don't know if i'll ever put it anywhere to be honest to be honest when i started training for like crossfit competitions i did the same thing Mm -hmm. i started like literally the day that the trainer asked me if i would want to do it i like came home and like made a video i was like what the fuck do i do that's what i did like when i signed up and i was like well 
here we go. I did like, <laughs> I did like a body video, like a couple of times, like after I came home, mm. I was like, that was the worst thing I ever did. Like, and it wasn't like I was even training intensely. It was just like learning new things. Right. And it was like, you're going to fail at them. Mm-hmm. And I was terrible at them. And then also like, he was forcing me to take videos like in the gym to like see like where I would go wrong or like how I could fix it. Right. Or like, just like reflect on it. But also I was like, this would be cool to like add to like a, like a video. And then I hurt myself and now here we are. So maybe I can do like a little comeback video with it yeah. too. Yeah. 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 But it's funny because I like if you guys have watched Cody trains or you keep up with you know the shit that we mindlessly keep up with um, (laughs) like uh, he did a whole video of him during his race and that's kind of what started off yeah Cody trains experience right and I loved that like that I watched me watching him do that was so fucking motivational right so and like made me want to do I it. I decided in Emily's race, I'm going to be Kelsey. I'm going to be at all the little <laughs> checkpoints. I'm going to have a little water for her. I don't have dogs or animals to make her happy yeah. along the way. But, but I think my family's going to come. So like my nieces might be there. So oh, you'll have babies. I can, yes, I could take you them. Just hold a baby. Be like, Charlotte's going to be like, Aunt Emmy, go. Yeah. No, she'll be like, can we go fucking do something else? And I'm going to be like, <laughs> I want to as well. <laughs> But we're here for Don't worry, we're going to stop at this bar next because we got two more hours so we'll see this bitch again. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. So I'm going to be her little support system because also like I can't run. She was like, why don't you sign up for the 5K? Because like... Yeah, just like walk it or whatever. But but the thing is like like, the crowd of people. Yeah. And by April, like I should be fine with like my shoulder and everything. It's just that like I myself, I'm going to have to like slowly get back into training Mm -hmm. and everything. And like running and walking a lot it sounds crazy but like the impact of it is no because that was like the biggest shock to me i think because i've always done some sort of working out like all there's never really been a period in my life when i just don't do Mm -hmm. that and so you would think going from lifting weights to running wouldn't be that different on your body because you're used to using like what you think is all of your muscles because you're training all these groups the way i could not walk the day after my first like three mile run outside yes my fucking quads i I got out of bed the next day and i almost fell forward because my quads (laughs) gave out my calves were cramped kellen like luckily had um like rollers here so Mm -hmm. she gave me those to use but holy shit like i'm about to pimp this girl out too i'm about to give her some like socks that she can wear you use so many muscles just running that you don't realize like my inner thighs my obliques oh yeah no so like i can't it would not be good for somebody recovering regardless of the injury it could be your pinky but you still are using like the way you hold your arms like it's just not a great thing to get into right after surgery (laughs) no 100 no and the thing is i easily could run the 5k and like not train yeah. for it. and if i feel like i want to at the time i could like late sign up or yeah. whatever but also it's like emily's thing like it's you it's whatever because like that'd be almost like you coming to support me at a crossfit competition and you'd be like you know what i'm gonna do the novice like yeah. bicep curls in the corner <laughs> yeah like, i'm just not gonna do it but also like okay so yesterday was no, the- but that would be so different though because literally if i showed up yeah, you zero can't- prep for a crossfit thing and you were like let me just sign up i just wouldn't be able to do anything right. because it's it's not even so it's like running something like instinctually everybody can do as long as you're able-bodied no all i was saying crossfit is like, like, like hey, moment. hey we need to do like we need you to do like j- only three muscle ups i'd be like three no i was just saying like it's your moment and yeah, i'm not yeah, gonna yeah, take yeah, away yeah. from you but like no yesterday was the first day that i like i've been going to the gym a little bit like since my surgery 
but like just to ride the stationary bike that's literally all i can do Mm -hmm. and yesterday i was like i need to like hold a weight like i know it's i probably sound like psychopathic compared to like people who like never go to the gym or just yeah. like lightly do like pilates or something but like to me holding a weight is like euphoric and i know that sounds like i should probably get help by now but <sighs> i would like did like squats yesterday and like lunges yesterday with just like 30 pound kettlebell in one hand and my legs today i'm like how did i ever do lift? your abs hurt not really because i feel like only having like one kettlebell like i would be like not really because i could i didn't hold it like up or like Uh, high i held it low so like yeah no but like it just felt so good but today i'm like i cannot walk like emily brought chick-fil-a over and we ate it on the ground and i was like (laughs) (laughs) so i can i understand actually how your legs are feeling right now but right oh my gosh i don't know i think it's like for us specifically too and i think like at our age it's like harder to find like new hobbies like that or like wanting to put yourself out there to do new things because it's like yeah we're so used to like like mundane what we do yeah totally so like i think it's really cool and like inspirational that like you not that you never ran before but like you never had that passion for running and now it's like okay well here we go like at 25 like i think that that's really cool and i think that's something a lot of people can like yeah take something away honestly too i'm excited to just like be part of like a community where it's like you definitely found that in your gym Mm -hmm. but like i work out at my apartment gym so like i'm not going there to participate in any sort of sort of like social interaction whereas like this there's running clubs that i've like signed up for and like it's it's definitely like a, the community aspect i'm also looking forward I to mean, a lot i think that that is when you're going to absolutely love it yeah totally. even if like you're not even running the 10 miles yet that they're doing mm-hmm. i think that that's just when you're going to thrive because you're going to meet a couple people you're going to talk they're going to get drinks after they're going to hang out on like random days of the week and, and just like, like be motivated because you're watching other people right. like also struggle with you or they're better than you and you want to be, be better like, like them because you also don't want to be the best person there you yeah. want to be the one that struggles because it means you have room to grow yeah, like totally. that is the best part about any like room you walk into anything it looks do. like i'm naked in the in the in the well, she is in the camera this is a sex episode i have like tan shorts on and my legs are so pale you can't really see <laughs> the difference yeah whatever well. tiktok what don't take this down <laughs> <laughs> i am 25 and i, I have, have shorts on, on. <laughs> um yeah but i'm excited for it i mean when this is so premature talking about it but uh, it's just something that happened in my life so i thought we'd bring it up and i don't know if anybody else wants to do a fucking marathon do it or try something new yeah because it's cool to try something new i actually can't wait that's the thing i feel like this would be my time where i could definitely try a lot of new things but i'm just so like what do i do yeah and we kind of talked about this um on the youtube video yeah i don't i don't know if it made the youtube video that's why i didn't want to say it uh Um, i can't remember yet yeah but (laughs) i definitely cut up the youtube video i need to add like some fun stuff to it yeah but, uh, mm. anyways it <laughs> may or may not be in the youtube video um if not hearing it here first but we kind of talked about like hobbies and like as somebody who has adhd and i'm sure a million people can relate to this because i've posted tiktoks about it and everybody's like yes same but you you do a lot of hobbies because your attention span short as fuck you get hyper fixated on things so like i have a lot of hobbies have they ever really encompassed physical hobbies? No, they're, they've all been creative. They've all been like things that I can do stagnant where it's like Kellen is the opposite. She, her hobbies majority revolve around moving her body, mm-hmm. exercising, doing stuff outside. So at, 
at this point in her life where she's unable to do I'm that. Like, I have to be she's like you. at like a crossroads because we've both been trying to like find stuff for her to do. But she's like, I don't like this stuff. Yes. So like, OK, that's so true, because Emily, like we were talking, we were like, driving to the mall, I think. And this wasn't even a part of the vlog. But yeah, um, she was like, yeah, like every hobby that I've ever picked up has always been like creative and painting. And like I've mm-hmm. done puzzles. I've dyed clothing. I've yeah. acid washed clothing. I do all these things. And I'm like. All of my life, every activity or thing that I do as like a hobby for fun has been like active. It's right. Been, like going on hikes, playing outside. Like when I was little, like going well, yeah, on bike rides. We were even like, talking about walks. like our friendships that we had as children. Yes. Like literally like in elementary school, the things that I did for fun with my friends was like playing pretend with like dolls or Sims or Legos or like stuff like that and you were like we would play outside and like play tag and yeah like run we'd around like manhunt or like when we were younger we'd like take chalk and make like cities and then like ride our bikes around like it was like yeah a new york city yeah and like, and me and my friends would be like okay this week we're gonna stay at your house for 10 days in a row every day after school playing little's pet shop everybody bring everything that you've ever owned mm-hmm. and fucking be there or be square and you're like, no, we just like draw on the ground and pretend like we were like running around. No, the city. literally, was it was like, like huh? we would like run around outside all <laughs> night, and everybody knew as soon as the streetlights went on, you had to go home. Yeah, like that was like the rule. So it was like every single night of my life growing up as a child was like outside being active mm-hmm. and like exercising my body. It's like actually crazy because like you don't realize how like the little things you do when you're younger are like so pivotal to like the way you're gonna be when you're older, and like. I don't know but when we were like talking about that I was like it's crazy because you were like no like I've always been like creative always like to have a lot of hobbies and I'm like yeah, like I did like sewing club I and did I'm, like, I couldn't tell you like a hobby that I do yeah <laughs> because like everything I do like I don't think you'd consider it a hobby because like yeah it's like active or like working out or but I guess it's a hobby but like to yeah someone like you who like paints I'm like right like comparatively like a a lot of people maybe wouldn't qualify it as a hobby because right. they think like conventional hobbies require creating something or like doing something like that you couldn't do in normal right. life. So recently, like since I don't really have much to do and like the best part about this time though, is that like, I uh, cause I'm not, I can't do my actual job right now. Like I'm not allowed to. So the best part is that we at least have the podcast to like right. keep me busy on like certain days. But then like the days we don't have that, I'm like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. So those days have been consisting of like calling friends and being like, talk to me for hours. Mm-hmm. And like, that is so bad. <laughs> Cause like, yeah, but honestly, like we have been in such go mode since we started this thing for a year. Yeah. Where like our friendships have like, in no offense to anybody, but taken second place mm-hmm. because we're trying to get this thing going. Right. So it's like, now that you're at a place for that, you can devote to that. I, it might seem like, maybe annoying to them at some points but also i'm sure it's nice to like hear from you and like get to like right re- not rekindle but like I'm reignite like, those friendships to every person that i've like reached out to i'm like why aren't you talking to me yeah i'm like they're like bitch i have work yeah. literally right now like <laughs> even, i have a meeting in 20 even minutes the thing is like emily and i talk all day all the time random shit about mm-hmm. the podcast not about the podcast whatever and like i could send her 20 messages in a row 
and it don't matter and i know it doesn't yeah. matter but it's like fuck i'm annoying her i'm like <laughs> well she's probably working i'm like all right who can i annoy now yeah <laughs> julia julia let me find tiktoks that i can send you yeah <laughs> and like and no, they like no, heart the tiktok or like laugh at it instead no. of like messaging but back. at this point it's like super toxic to the point that i'm going on tiktok and looking up things that i know that they'll find funny just going to get, just to elicit a response from them yes going through <laughs> tiktoks and being like haha send and i'm like this is so toxic because i want attention and that's so bad. have you have you redownloaded dating apps no just fill your time with that are you kidding me but like i don't find like i like them for validation but i don't get like anything out of it but you don't even have to go on dates with them you can just literally just talk to them yeah that's true if you just want to like talk to people who are like actually going to give you attention do it there that's true that might be kind of smart. Yeah. It's so it's so great when you're bored and you just like need somebody to talk to. I know. And also it's because like I don't really need anything to come out of it. So exactly. it's like I can be as annoying as possible and they're going to be like, okay, she's crazy. Yeah. But that's, that's what, okay. That's what I've been doing with my dating apps recently, except I don't talk to them after that first initial interaction. See, but that's where I am like bad at. But like I've had so much fun with my dating profile recently because I've just been like giving no shits Mm. so like my photos are bad i have like memes on there i literally made this entire video of me jumping in the pool to meme edit sound effects like it's so unserious but it's like actually fun and the people who are matching with me or liking my thing are like less of the typical just like douche no but also it's probably like more your type of guy. totally yeah so it actually is probably like beneficial to you yeah except i'm just not taking advantage of it because i'm just like eh, i don't care right now right but maybe you like maybe maybe going on a date would spice up your life mine maybe. as well but like yeah maybe i feel like right now i have no time no i agree well I actually have a lot of time. <laughs> I was like, wait, wasn't this whole segment about you having No, time? no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> I agree. No time. I agree. Anyways. I agree. The 10 hours a day that I sit in my bed scrolling TikTok <laughs> and playing the same block game that I've had on my phone for three years. Did you ever get into Sims or no? Um, When I was like younger, when we had like our like home PC computer, mm. when it came on like a disc. Mm, yeah yeah it was like sims 2 like that's like when i used to the issue with sims now is it takes so many gigabytes up on your and so much ram on your computer that like if you use your computer for anything else you cannot download it on Mm, there can you do like an online version of sims uh i think you can yeah like stream it online because i might get into that I know they have an app on your phone. Oh, that'd be kind of fun yeah because listen i like or like that kardashians game i tried like baking like cupcakes last night just to like fill my time mm-hmm. and then like the icing turned out like shit so now i'm like well, now i'm not a baker <laughs> don't don't put me i was literally the whole time i was like doing the icing i was pretending like i was in a game show and i was like the buttercream did not come yeah. out correct <laughs> yeah i do that with my whole life i just will like narrate it actually you know what i've been doing <laughs> recently so i started listening to this new podcast um but all of the hosts of the podcast are all Twitch streamers. So oh, like fun. they have like this certain type of like personality, right? Because they're used to like being on chats and whatever. Right. I've never watched live stream in my life. Like, so I don't really understand it. But I've been using lingo from like Twitch live streaming that I've never used in my life. Like 
like, oh, chat, chat, what do we think about that? Chat, hey, chat, like to myself. <laughs> Whereas like before in my life, I would pretend I was a YouTuber. So like when I'm getting ready, I'm like, hey, guys, welcome back to my beauty channel. Today I'm going to be using these products. Yeah. Now I'll be doing my makeup and I'll, be, I'll like fuck something up. I'm like, oh, chat and Emily L. What do you guys think? Like, <laughs> And I'm like, am I mentally stable? No, no. but also like. The, the Twitch lingo is so fucking funny to me now. And I've been I've been doing that. But like I've never watched a live stream in my life on Twitch. I have. I have because I have had some friends in the past who thought that they could be Twitch streamers. Mm. So I've never watched like like good people. I just watch clips on. And also my TikTok now is full of clips from like Twitch people. Also, I like a lot of youtubers that are like vloggers that are friends with twitch streamers mm. so i know like all the twitch drama mm. but i don't watch them yeah the only person who i like consistently see on tiktok is like hassan mm. because he's always but he's always like trending on twitter and shit too so like on tiktok it's no surprise i feel like low-key you could get into being like a twitch streamer and like game i think i would really like it but the only games i could play would be like animal crossing or like so stuff like but that. the thing is is like okay not to be like whatever because okay so i was actually talking about this the other day with somebody um who goes to my gym and he was like wanting to start like posting more content of him like working out and mm -hmm. stuff and like not necessarily build clientele but like then the guy who was filming him was like oh you should take your shirt off because like he's ripped and i was like yeah but like okay you're gonna have a completely different audience yeah are you trying to have women watch you or men take yep. your shirt I off like, it's are all you, dudes because if you're gonna try to like eventually like sell a program or something right. for like what you're doing that's great but like now you're not gonna have like the right audience so it's like yeah you might blow up but like for what and it's not the right thing and i was like emily and i could do the same thing on the podcast we could go on there we could have our makeup done our hair done have our, have our push up, out. like look like hoes. We could speak a yeah. certain way that's not to us, but like our audience, like it wouldn't be what we're trying to create. So like, right. why would you do that? But then that's where like Twitch comes in. And I feel like you could for <laughs> sure just look like a hoe. Yeah. In the best way possible and be a 10 out of 10. Like you are unlike those TikTok boys who think that you're a two, but and have like mid 65 cats, but that's mid. okay. So, mid cat lady mid cat lady um oh it's always the mids that have the most to say it's always yeah. the twos that have the most to say. yeah like Fuck you could off. go on there you're missing teeth yeah you could go on there looking like a 10 <laughs> on twitch you could play animal crossing you could play sims no one's gonna care yeah they're in there to talk to you and look at your tits honestly like i think i would enjoy that but i think i would enjoy it a little too much to the point where it's like i don't want to become like a shut-in and I feel like that would slowly turn into that. No, because you have other things. That, like, I guess you, that's true. You have other things in your life. But if you started making money off of it, you'd then have yes. to. Yeah. Because it's like hours and hours and hours and hours. Yeah. Away. But maybe later in our career when we have somebody who can edit and do all the other stuff when I have some extra time, I'll get into get into the Twitch world. And I hope that for you. Yeah. For me, on the other hand, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like her side character. Yeah. <laughs> Again, not with the hobbies. Not, not with the stationary hobbies. <laughs> Literally, like Emily got me a puzzle to do like, you know, in this time that I have off. I finished half of the puzzle. Like legit. And it's a very hard puzzle. Mm -hmm. Finished half of it. It was like it. a thousand pieces, which is a lot. If, if you're an avid puzzle. A dealer. thousand piece puzzle. That's all pastels and very similar. It's like tarot cards. Yeah. But there are like similar pastels so well like, it's a lot of like blocking of color so it'll yes. be like seven pieces just of the same color but could be on 10 different cards exactly so yeah. it's like well seven pieces 10 different cards don't work that way but i mean if the cards are big 
I don't know how big they were. No, just never mind. Oh. You missed the point. The math oh. doesn't math. Well, yeah, I was saying like <laughs> the blocks of colors. <laughs> okay, anyway, but yeah, no, you're right. So it's like I, I was doing it. I was halfway done and I was like, can't be bothered. Yeah. And I literally, I will, I picked them up as nicely as possible and put them back in the box. So if I want to go back to it, you'll never go back. I don't have to start all over. But like, that's the problem. It was like too stationary. Mm. Like, it's a problem. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, that's where we're different because I love shit like that. It's so funny. Like, Emily and I are so similar, but yet the w- most wildly different people. And we found that out this weekend. When we were <laughs> Spirit, Spirit Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> we were going through fucking Spirit Halloween, and she was, like, picking out shit, saying shit. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, I, like, we both were like, we could not be wildly different. Like, No, there's a po- there was a moment, and we were looking at, like, like masks or something and kellen was just like god this shit is so weird to me and i was like you know what would be the most fun ever to work in a haunted house she was like why and i was like how were we friends because literally <laughs> like what do you mean why that sounds like the dream scaring people and the getting dream. paid like literally that sounds amazing and she's like i don't get it and i was like but this is also why it works because like we we work really well because we are very similar, but also like we're extremely different. No, that's and I honestly feel like not to bring them up again. That's like Cody and Noel. Yeah, they're just wildly different. Like the things that they like to do outside of yeah. their like relationship is like a complete 180. Yeah, <laughs> but that's also good because it's like you show me things, I show you things. Yeah. We can and talk also about different like, things all the time. Yeah, and also you're able to like when we're not together, we're not like overlapping in like right. outside life too. No, 100, which is good because like we are with each other a lot, so yeah. it is good. No, I actually had a girl DM us the other day and was like, we made a comment I guess about this before on a podcast, mm-hmm. and they were saying they were like, thank you for like talking about that though, about like having friends that are wildly different than you because like a lot of my friends and I were like the same as I was like growing up and she was like it was never fun we never had things to talk about it was never like a stimulating thing yeah but also she was like a lot of my friends then too like when as we got older we just had like difference of opinions through like things that actually matter in life like yeah actual like social issues and stuff and she's like and I realized like we just weren't friends and she's like and now I have friends that like we just have different interests and it's so fun because yeah. like we can kind of like go hang out with each other and do those other people's interests, even if it's not what you enjoy. And she's like, it's so much more fun to have friends that like different things. Yeah. And I would say like all of my friendships that I still have that have lasted are, it's like the things that we have in common are like big overarching, like ideologies or like political stances or like humanitarian beliefs. But other than that, like, no, because your friends are so different than you. Literally, if you meet any of my and also all of my friends are different than one another. Yes. Like they're all very different. Like you put us all in a group together, even aesthetically, we're all different. Because you've even like about like your college experience, like how you guys have lived together and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. I'm like, how did any of that work? No, because literally if you put all of my friends together in a room and we're all talking, you would be like, what do they have in common? Because I don't get it. But it just works because like at the end of the day, there's like weird similarities that we all have. But the fact that we're all different is why it works, mm-hmm. because like we're not all up in each other's shit all the time. We don't all we're not. And also there's no competition within each other's interests, which I think is good. No, that's actually really true, because if it's like and also it's like hard when you only have that one thing that holds you together. Yeah, totally. Once you remove yourself from that one thing that You're holds like, you together, oh. it's like doesn't really like <laughs> Yeah, like what I've else do you have in common? I've had like friends in the past who I would have like at the time thought were like really good friends mm-hmm. and like but we like worked together. 
Right. And then like once I left that restaurant, yeah. we are like, we don't have anything else to talk about. And now she doesn't work at that restaurant. So it's like the people there, whatever, that like kind of like still held you together. Right. Is There's no like, more. okay, well, if that's removed. What do we actually have in common? Right. And that's hard because like, I still like love her and like support her and like want the best for her and her mm-hmm. life. And like, I obviously like see all of her shit on social media, but it's like, but we literally just don't like have anything in common anymore. Yeah. And now at this point, like we're at very different stages of life, but it's like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's like when you, when you understand like the important stuff that you have in common, that's really the only thing you need to have in common. Right. And then that's, what's going to keep a friend for life. Totally. Oh, turned into a whole got a little, got a little deep. The last thing before we go, I do want to talk about this because I think it's a fucking great show and I think everybody should watch it. But there's a show on Netflix and it's a reboot of a show that they made back in the day. I don't know what it was on. It's giving MTV. I don't think it was on MTV, but it seems like a show that would. It's called The Mole and it's on Netflix. And essentially the premise of the show is there's a group of people and they're all placed in like a house type situation. But that's not the main part of the show like they go travel to all these places or whatever it's kind of like amazing race vibes where they do all these mystery games and the whole point is to earn money throughout the show however there's one person among the group who is actually conspiring against everyone trying to like fuck up the amount of money that they get and fuck up the challenges and whatever nobody knows who the mole is even as an audience member you don't know who the mole is and then after Every episode at the end, they have to take this 20 questions quiz and you have to put in your vote for who you think the mole is. But in order for it to like actually work, you also have to take a series of questions that are so specific, like what color shoes were they wearing the first day during this challenge and what is their astrological sign? So you have to be paying attention to all of this stuff and then whoever gets the most questions wrong and also guesses the wrong person gets eliminated. So the mole doesn't ever get eliminated because they know who the mole is. So the mole stays throughout the game. Everybody else gets eliminated. The money gets sabotaged. And there's like all of these like, you know, uh, like, oh God, what, what am I trying to say? Like hypothetical scenarios that they get introduced with that it's like, okay, you can accept this, but you might lose 10k for everybody else but you'll get information on your other players do you do it oh so oh my god it is so fucking good i'm obsessed with it it's so good because there's no romantic part of it which is like i feel like all reality tv right now is like that it's boring this shit is so amazing it's literally on netflix all of the episodes are out so you can binge it i that kind of like seems like it's a combination of like two things one like the circle because it's like you kind of don't really know like mm-hmm. you like talking to each other and like figuring each other out but like you don't truly know like who's who and on that you can be like a fake character so kind of like the mole, yeah right but then also it reminds me of that what's that game show that like cody always watches and like the have- challenge that's what it reminds me of no it's like the one where like it's like a youtube thing that he like watches it's not like the circle but it's by the same not the circle it's like uh not like the button but it's like the same people that do the button and it's like you have to figure out who in there oh the like, imposter no what the fuck is that called yeah, but you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah, yeah it's the the cut are the people who uh-huh. who produce no it's jubilee does it jubilee does jubilee yeah yes. it's kind of like that except what's crazy is like the whole show, like, you think you know what's going on and then somebody gets voted off 
or not voted because they just failed this quiz or whatever and they get kicked off and you're like wait i thought that was the mole but it wasn't because the mole would never lose because they know who they are oh, so have they you know the how thing already no i'm only on to episode four okay. so i'm gonna finish it tonight just because that's how i am i okay, can't well once i'm done editing the vlog I'm you have to watch it it, it um, is so, it's like the challenge from mtv meets amazing race meets yeah like a circle or something like that and everybody in it I is like wait. mid to late 20s did you watch the Dahmer show because since, since I'm not everybody it. is talking about the Dahmer show right now no and we're talking about netflix shows no yeah. i haven't watched it and i have a pretty strong opinion on shows like that that i'm not gonna watch it because from everything that i've heard is it's almost like giving an explanation for why he did the things that he did and makes you kind of root for his character and feel bad for people like Jeffrey Dahmer. And it's almost like glorifying, not glorifying, but romanticizing him. Right. Which I fucking hate. Okay, I can understand that. I can understand that theory because like the first episode is like, I don't care about your backstory. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a shit ass person. You ate and murdered people. That's see, this is the thing about why I'm still holding on. I want to know at the point when when does it turn that you start eating the people? Have because you not like like watched I've stuff watched, about like, like the actual? Yes, but like I haven't like mm. I haven't ever known what the turning point is for why he decides to start eating them. Because like, and don't tell me because I want to find out mm-hmm. on my own. But like the first episode, I'm not gonna lie, it's fairly intense. Like the first, it's like the first episode is about the guy that got away so mm-hmm. it kind of starts with like the ending of yeah, his yeah, yeah. like whole like the like, turning point spree of because him, the yeah. guy that got away obviously comes back they find all the shit whatever right and like they which is quite interesting he's like very cooperative and he was like kind of at that point was like seemed like he wanted to be caught at least in this like well also he's in a time where being gay wasn't common so the police officers were already turning a blind eye on that and blaming things on his gayness but to me and also they didn't give a shit about people of color at that time right especially in the police force right so they were like like, i think honestly when he was cooperative it wasn't even that he was wanting to turn himself in i think he just thought like well i've been getting away with it this long because the the (laughs) amount of times that he like almost got caught even the first time he killed somebody like got stopped by the cops as he was going like try to no totally like, and they were insane. like they were like ew gay stuff i don't want to i i'm good i'm not gonna look any no, further it's insane like it's but then yes so after episode one it's pretty intense the next episodes it's like all his backstory on like how he started being interested in it and whatever and like i would say it kind of like does glorify it a little bit it does and also they picked a character to play him and this is what pissed me off who has already been in other media a quote hot person mm-hmm. so the guy playing him evan peters was on shows like american horror story where he already is playing this weird villain character who people sexualize and now you're introducing him as one of the most prolific disgusting human beings in history and like 18 year old girls who watched american horror story or whatever come watch this because it's evan peters and are like fangirling over this character but it's like this isn't a character this is an actual it's serial killer yeah no 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 i, I don't think he's attractive at all in this like it's not like i'm like right but whatever. a lot of people no, are right because of that like past yeah like, connection no it's just like it's interesting to me because i just i think that stuff is interesting so i would say like it isn't i understand where you can get like it's glorified 
to be 100%. I will say that. Like, I give you that. But also, I still find it interesting. Like, I still I think just, that it's like, yeah. if you're watching it with the intent of knowing that he is still a piece of shit, yeah. then, like, I think it's okay. But when you start feeling bad for him, that's when you're like, you gotta turn that shit off. Yeah. I also think it's just, like, one of those things where it's like, did we really need this? No. Can we not just have a documentary that doesn't show the actual abuse and murders of these and it's like people intense. because also victims families have come forward since this has come out and been like why is this a thing like mm-hmm. you're re-traumatizing us you're re-traumatizing or you're traumatizing an entire group of people who can you know empathize with these victims because they are also part of that group mm-hmm. and are like i don't want to see this so the craziest thing to me is like one this didn't happen that long ago that's the so thing. like this, the, the victims right. families are still no, 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 alive that's what I'm and that's why i'm like it's even crazier it didn't happen that long ago like this could have been like our older siblings or like our like it was like parents, the 70s yeah or like you know but even like us like i look i was i'm like watching this i'm like looking back at things that are like situations i put myself in in college and i'm like yeah oh my god well like, it, it was kind of the same vibe when they did the fucking uh ted bundy thing with zach efron mm-hmm. and what pisses me off about this and the the uh what is this guy jeffrey Dahmer situation is i look at people like john wayne gacy who conventionally is a unattractive person they would never make a reenactment type of you know movie of his character because nobody would give a fuck Mm -hmm. but because we have two quote conventionally attractive dudes playing quote conventionally attractive you know non-threatening looking people we make movies about it and it's like why did we need one of hollywood's most attractive people by you know societal standards zach efron playing fucking one of the worst human beings like i don't know it's like shit like that that see i'm all for true crime but i think we've all become very desensitized to the the severity Mm -hmm. of it and like the fact that we're watching it like the fact that i can watch a pretty damn near accurate representation of what happened fully explained every single one yeah like i don't like that it's almost like murder porn so the other part of it is is i have a friend that's part of the lgbtq community Mm -hmm. and he is very like love him to death but he will drive hours to go see a guy he just met off grinder just mm-hmm. went off tinder whatever and i literally said to him i was like bitch you need to go watch this because i need you to understand that like you gotta reel this shit in and he was like i know he's like actually like within our community like we're talking about this a lot like we'll hook up soft grinder like still be a thing because like kind of like shedding light on this being like holy shit like if he had like the access to like what we have now like as in like grinder and dating mm-hmm. apps and stuff like his like number of killings would be like tripled right because it was just, it's just so easy mm-hmm. and he's like literally any any given night i can go on an app hook up with a guy and move on with my life right and he's like so with amongst our community it's like shedding a lot of light of being like we actually do need to be careful and like yes this is like not like we've gotten away with it for so long but it's like we have we just like accept this to be our culture and it's like oh mm-hmm. shit we kind of have to like look at this and be like yeah this is real like this shit does yeah. actually happen yeah i don't know i think all of it is i just i can't believe that it was aired and then also like i've seen a lot of videos on tiktok of people being like is something wrong with me because i watched the whole jeffrey Dahmer show and i literally didn't even feel anything i'm like yes there mm-hmm. is something wrong. if you 
or were able to watch that and not feel a disgusted with yourself for honestly sitting there and like watching all of that be disgusted with society and the police and the way that we treat certain people like that, what do you mean you watch I've it had to take like nothing? a break between I'm only, only going on to episode four but I've had to take a break between every single episode because it's like yeah it's so intense yeah and like I mean I mean that I feel like that's a normal reaction but yeah seeing all these people being like and it's it's predominantly white women who are saying this because but also that's to your point of being like super desensitized to it because it's so like every podcast crime is, is so readily available yeah and like things like the whole what was her name gabby was it gabby hannah gabby no gabby no. <laughs> nope that's i <laughs> gabby petito yeah gabby petito Not i was even like no remotely it's definitely same. a p but whatever yeah. i was whatever um like that happening in real time and how every single person thought they were an investigator. It was like fun for them because yeah. of like the board games that have come out and because of yeah. all those things, it's like, it's a really, it's really weird. And honestly, like I was very into true crime stuff for a really long time. And then you still are, but yeah, but a few months ago, a situation happened that I was like involved in and was a witness of. And mm-hmm. ev- honestly, ever since that happened and it was like a real life thing that I watched yeah i realized that there are real people on the other side of these stories and there are real victims families who now because people are making podcasts or making tv shows or making fucking board games about like for entertainment like i view it a lot differently right like i i appreciate the educational port purpose of it like sharing their the victim stories yes that's why i have an issue with the jeffrey Sommer thing i don't give a fuck about, about him. him yeah it's just, they honestly you're right they should have had it flipped and being like the well i guess you can't really talk to the victims but even having like the victims families like points of view or something would have been like it's, yeah like more, uh, nobody needs to know that he was a victim of abuse or whatever i don't give a fuck not every so, victim of abuse turns into a, a fucking cannibal flipping yeah that is where <laughs> that is where i not that i'm okay this is gonna sound crazy i have two things to say and then i'm done but one is about jeffrey dahmer so like not that i can understand the want to like kill somebody or be a serial killer because i've never had that i never like i can't like sympathize with that (laughs) just to clarify no no no, i can't sympathize (laughs) with it but i think that like it's understandable because it's like a lot more common and people do it all the time like we hear about it so much right Mm. but then like the flipping of like wanting to eat somebody is a whole different level of crazy yeah i mean here's the thing like i don't think like you can totally be a victim of your circumstances and i think definitely like people who suffer from abuse you know they deserve some leeway in life but you can't say that it's any justification for doing anything implicitly bad to somebody no. else because not every victim of abuse becomes an abuser. No, 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 no. That's, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm so not, it's like, like and I'm not I, sympathizing with yeah, yeah, killing yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. I'm just saying like, yeah, it's more under. It's not understandable. I don't think I, don't I think, think, it's I think what you're wanting to say is like you're not as surprised yes. because of how often it happens. Yes. Yes. OK, then. Flipping the full script, not talking about Jeffrey Dahmer anymore. This was probably like the intro to every single person's like true crime, whatever. It was like when Serial, the podcast came out. And the which, first thing. Shout out Adnan. Adnan say I just got like out of jail, mm-hmm. which is insane. And I think that that is like 23 to, years, right? To your point earlier being like, like to the victim's family and stuff like first of all i'm not sure how her family feels about it if they don't think that he did it or he did do it or whatever like that's also crazy but 
I think it's insane that the power of media and like what it has, because the amount of times that they like close his case again when he tried to reopen it, mm-hmm. but because of social media and like the way that that was like he like and Robbie Achadri, which is his best friend's older sister, which she was his she's an attorney, but she was like his person the whole yeah. time. Like she was rooting for him. She was doing all of the legislation to help get him freed and all of this stuff but like yes because of cereal and i can't think of her name the woman who is the host of that sarah koenig yeah because of people like her sharing the story there's a lot of good that comes out of it yes but that is advocating for something totally different than this type of stuff. No, no, no. And but I'm just saying, like, because yeah, yeah, yeah. we were just talking about true crime in general yeah, yeah, yeah. being like, and I think people it's like, so desensitized I think and whatever. People but. like crime junkies do a really great job mm-hmm. of that, where it's like advocating for victims' families, sharing things about missing people and helping and with- also sharing all sides of the story when they tell it i yeah. think that that's also important because like this is very one-sided as far as like the Dahmer yeah. series goes but like yes no i think that was insane because that was like the first thing that i've ever heard about like mm-hmm. any sort of true crime i think that's how most serial. of us got introduced to that community especially in podcasting mm-hmm. and honestly that's how i got introduced to podcasts in general with serial my senior year of high school we listened to that whole podcast Mm -hmm. because like it was our senior year of high school and our english teacher knew we did not care about reading we didn't care about writing stuff so we actually listened to the to the podcast Mm -hmm. every single like week when it came out in class and then we would do like writings on it and we actually had like a whole her whole back wall was just like the town Oh, nice. And we, like, did all these things. Every class had different theories. And we, like, by the end of it, we had to, like, write our theory on, like, did he do it? Did he not do it? Why? Why not? All that yeah. kind of stuff. It was one of the most interesting things. And it's, like, no one ever remembers our high school, like, right. shit. But that was one of the coolest things. Right. And that's kind of, like, yeah, what got me into, like, podcasting, true crime, like, understanding all of it. But, yeah, well, this podcast was, like, took a turn for sure. But I'm glad we talked about it because I don't think enough people are talking about the negative side i agree i do agree and i also really wanted to voice my opinion on that Mm -hmm. because and it's so prevalent right now because everyone's so it's just like a hot topic to like yeah and i and definitely like i'll talk about it at some point on the show i don't think i'm ready to talk about it yet but the thing that i was talking about earlier but yeah it's real there's real people on the other side of this there's real victims families and there's real victims so Mm -hmm. it's like i would just think twice before you make a comment about being like, oh, I didn't, I didn't feel anything from watching that. It's like, Probably you should. Maybe, you maybe, maybe, I don't know, go seek therapy at that No, point. because yeah, like you were so desensitized mm-hmm. just by the way that like social media does portray mm-hmm. and how readily available it is to everybody. Right. Like there's a difference between like enjoying horror movies yeah. that are fiction and enjoying that. Yeah. One you shouldn't percent. enjoy that. No, 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 no. But... <laughs> Anyway, yeah, <laughs> I just want to wrap this podcast up because it's been a jumble of yeah. topics. And if you're still here, thank you. Yeah, and that was our dissertation on the true crime community. <laughs> and end scene. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Society 97. I'm Kellen. You can find me at KellenRedK on Instagram. And I'm Emily. You can find me on Instagram at Starnzy. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram as well. We're at society97.pod. You can follow us on TikTok at society97pod. Hopefully, me not being scary fixes the algorithm. 
Um, yeah, and also go follow my my TikTok because I'm trying to grow that shit, and it's also Starnsy. Um, I don't really use my TikTok, so maybe one day. <laughs> maybe one day. Coming soon, Kellen's TikTok. Yeah, I'm just really bad at posting on social media. It just freaks me out. But anyway, we also have <laughs> we also have a YouTube channel, Society97. Make sure you go subscribe there. Turn on your post notifications. We post vlogs every other Tuesday. And on the other Tuesdays, we do the guy videos. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you send us in things that you want us to talk about, topics you want us to kind of dissect, and kind of get like down to the nitty-gritty of the details that you're looking for that we don't do on the podcast. Yeah. Also, every single Friday, we do the video version of the podcast. Podcast. I will see you guys next week. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.